Welcome back to Open. I am your host, Adam Lewis, and tonight I am joined again by my beautiful wife, Katrina. Tonight we are going to be talking about personalities and how me and her have polar opposite personalities and how in the fuck have we been married for almost 15 years? We should hate each other on paper. Welcome, 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 welcome back. <laughs> that was a lot of fun. So, hey, honey, boo-boo, I missed you. I missed you, too. Did you have fun last episode? I did have a lot of fun. It's kind of intimidating, and it's kind of difficult to just keep talking when you really don't know what to say next. Right, because you can't let any airspace. No, and you got it, and it's really hard, too, because one thing I've found difficult when you're doing a podcast or anything like this is to not fill empty or awkward spaces with ums or likes Mm -hmm. i'm still learning i think we're both still learning to Mm -hmm. get better at that yeah but you did really good i listened to it and there was i i don't remember one um i think i because i did go back and listen to it i think there was some but i'm getting better but the thing is now is i may not be saying ands or ums or likes a whole lot but I'm still filling those spaces with a little bit of just slight kind of, and, and I'm overanalyzing this. I, I understand right, that. You are. Absolutely. Because I'm, I'm a perfectionist. So when I feel like something could sound way better, I I compare what I think I should sound like to what I actually sound like. Mm-hmm. So maybe my expectations of what I sound like are just way too high. But I listen to a lot of really good podcasts, like the Bill Simmons podcast, the Joe Rogan podcast. And those guys just talk, and they're they're calm, and they're confident. What are you smiling about? I'm just thinking about what we're talking about tonight and how it just, it seems like every conversation we have, every conversation we have plays into our personalities. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this is going to segue beautifully. Yeah. But, um, so yeah, I guess I just have such high hopes, such high expectations for what I want to sound like. And for how confident I want to be behind the mic. Because right now, just a little, come backstage a little bit and see what it's like right before we record. I break out in fucking sweats. Not not cotton, okay? Yeah. Like, I literally <laughs> yeah. start, I start sweating. I'm an introvert by nature. Right. And I get anxiety attacks just very easily. So. So you're. Yeah. So when I'm in my work truck by myself, I'm confident. I'm practicing not saying um and like. When I interact with my customers, I do termite inspections, so I'm talking to customers all day at their homes. I I practice on everyone, not mm-hmm. saying um, not saying like, projecting my voice, mm-hmm. just trying to get better at this in every way. But when you sit down behind the mic, that's what a lot of people don't understand. I'm not a professional at this by any means because the professionals, the good guys, the guys who've done this for a long time have done this for a long time. So they're just natural and they know how to enunciate every, every syllable. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So 
but I don't. So I'm trying to fake it till I make it and trying to get slowly, but surely better and better and better. So I'm sweaty. I'm nervous. Uh, I, I'm like, disgusting. You're really just disgusting <laughs> yeah. right now. And my breath starts getting really heavy. It's hard to breathe. Shallow. So if, if you, if you're hearing any flaws <laughs> in the way I speak, it's because I'm really trying to get better at this, but man, it's hard. It's hard just to turn on the mic and start talking. It really is. Is it? It isn't for me. Okay, then just fucking, hey, before we even get into our subject, just fucking go for it. Just show us what you got, <laughs> Katrina. Show us what you fucking got. Yeah, so, um, yeah, I mean, it's just just what we're talking about tonight. Shut the it's fuck just up. So See what I'm talking about? You have nothing. Okay. See, like, like, that's what I'm talking Like, Like, you have nothing. It's what? Hard. This is hard work, man. This is hard work. No, it's not. All right, so you want to get into what we're going to do? Yeah, let's get into it. Let's okay. just dig in deep. So why don't you set it up kind of how all this this conversation, because we had a little production meeting tonight. Right. We've been kind of talking about this all day, though. Mm-hmm. Tell us how it came about and why we're talking about this. Okay. So uh, at work, I am currently in a training class at work for supervisors. I've been a supervisor at work for, for almost a year. But we never had a training class. So now we have a training class and I'm currently in the training class. And today what we did during the class is take a personality test. And it was very eye-opening and awesome to see my whole personality laid out. So today I, I sent you a text message and I said, take this personality test because we've known for as long as we've been together, we have completely opposite personalities, but we it's never been like diagnosed or verified right, by anything. Right. We just knew we were completely different yeah. and, and, and we didn't really know how to articulate it. Right. Except that we hate each other. <laughs> why the fuck are you that way man why are you not my way <laughs> yeah exactly so we annoyed the crap out of each other but we never knew why can you pour us a shot while you're talking or do you want me to do it no you can do it because i've had a little too much to drink not too much to drink i mean you can never have too much to drink but i've had a little bit to drink anyway so yes i sent you this personality test um so during the class we completed it and I was amazed just like I look at my horoscope and I am nothing like my horoscope, but I look at your horoscope, my horoscope. I mean, my horoscope, (laughs) I'm just like my horoscope, but my horoscope, I'm nothing like it. Um, But anyway, yeah, so the personality test today was amazing. So I sent it to you. I was super excited to get your results back. What did you think about it? I was apoplectic. What? Apoplectic. <laughs> okay. We've had a few drinks. I know that's like the fucking it's phrase. Annoying. That's like the phrase of our podcast. Well, excuse our inability to be intellectual. We've had a few drinks. <laughs> excuse the fact that we're fucking morons. We've had a few drinks. <laughs> yeah. But we really have. We we drink like. We always drink. We drink like an hour leading up to this. So we're like fucking drunk before right. before we even start. We have to. <laughs> but uh i was apoplectic how do you say that apoplectic just stop trying apoplectic. to use the word i don't even know what it means anyways i was beside myself because that's of, what it means <laughs> a bit like in a frantic kind of like motherfucker way um 
That's in the Webster Dictionary. Look it up. Nobody's going to. Anyhow, we, uh, I've had a few drinks. Just kidding. Okay, move on. <laughs> <laughs> so I was blown away because I was reading down the list of all the things. It was like, you. It, I think it was like, I don't know, 20, 30 questions maybe that you had to answer about yourself. And it tells you to answer them honestly uh, to most likely to less likely. Don't, right. It's don't, not like a yes or no. I mean, no. there's different, yeah, there's, there's different variations like levels of, upon the spectrum. I'm more likely to do this thing. I'm a lo- little less likely to do this thing up to kind of likely up to whatever. You know what I'm saying? There's a spectrum of answers. So, and it gives you several questions and then it gives you a profile. It says that people fall into basically 16 different personalities, right? And I don't know all of them. I know mine. Mine's uh, so fucking hard to say. Uh, logistician. 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 And we'll get into that a little bit later. And what was yours again? Entertainer. Entertainer. That one's pretty pretty easy. Yeah. So basically, we both took these tests, and we've been kind of psychoanalyzing them today and kind of talking about them. And we figured this would be fun to talk about mm-hmm. our differences and just kind of delve into that a little bit tonight. But mine, man, holy shit. Yours, there's a few things where it's kind of like, well, it's not 100%, but most of it was right. you. Mm-hmm. you know, they got it really close. And if that was like that for everybody, it was like, man, that's a really good test. Because if everything was pretty much right on, maybe right. A, mm-hmm. a thing or two wasn't on. But you kind of expect that with personality tests. Mm-hmm. Literally, 100%. of the shit we were reading because it's like pages. It's not like some short little horoscope thing. Right. It's It's not like like a paragraph. Yeah. It breaks down like overall and then it breaks down like your relationship slash uh, uh, your like relationship, how you are in relationships. Right. Breaks down how you are like professionally. With friends. With friends. Yeah. That's all I was trying Mm -hmm. to say earlier. Friendships slash Mm -hmm. relationships. Um, Excuse me. And excuse me again. (laughs) So, uh, it, it breaks it all down, like who you are as a person. And I was reading through page after page, and I could not. Now I got the hiccups. <laughs> I couldn't find one thing that wasn't me. Absolutely. Like it, it was. I read scary. through there, and it. And not only was it scary, it was. It was creepy. Same thing. I know. <laughs> it was. It was crazy how much of this was you and it was nice to be able to to be able to read it and have it put into words because like i you know like we talked about just a few minutes ago we've never like put it into words our personalities we just know that we're completely different but to see it you know sentence after sentence of exactly how you are it was nice you know and and the same with me as well i think i'm a lot easier to explain but for you, you're not that easy to explain. So it's nice to see it. Do you have a specific paragraph that you think in that little synopsis of your personality breakdown, do you think there's a paragraph in there that you could read that would kind of explain who you are? Explain who I am? Like, is there something in there that you could read that kind of give them an, like a, an idea of what that thing came up with for you? Well, you go first, and I'll I go second. Yeah, I already have mine. Okay, so I'm going to read you a paragraph, and this will kind of explain in a nutshell who I am. I'm a my personality fell under the logistician. It's logic, but it's but it's logistician. Logisticians don't make any assumptions, preferring instead to analyze their surroundings, check their facts, 
and arrive at practical courses of action. Logistician personalities are no nonsense. And when they've made a decision, they will relay the facts necessary to achieve their goal, expecting others to grasp the situation immediately and take action. Logisticians have little tolerance for indecisiveness, but lose patience even more quickly if their chosen course is challenged with impractical theories, especially if they ignore key details. If challenges become time-consuming debates, logisticians can become noticeably angry as deadlines take nearer. So I know that's a little, you know, you're reading somebody else's crap. So basically to break that down to make it simple is logisticians, and this is 100,000% me, we're very analytical. We deal with facts. We don't deal in theory. We don't like assuming things. Like, for example, Katrina, if let's say we're going somewhere and or or we're going to meet her mom for lunch at a, at a restaurant. And I'll ask her, well, where are we going? And she'll say golden corral. And I'll be like, well, which one Springdale or Rogers, just for an example. And she'll be like, well, I assume it's in Rogers. And I'll say something like, well, why would you assume that fucking ask her find mm-hmm. out exactly where we're going? That's that, that conversation has happened. That, that's before. an actual conversation. So I'm, 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 I'm on a need to know, get the facts straight Dylan facts don't don't guess no assumptions very analytical left brain person it, to the it's annoying how left brain I am I, I, I'm a by the rules by the book um, do things in a very organized like I don't have like a I hate hippies let's just put it out there okay because <laughs> hippies hippies represent exactly the antithesis of my brain I can't deal with them like I can get along with them. I can pretend to like be in the same room, be like, oh, hey, how you doing, dude? But like in my mind, I'm thinking, dude, why are you so loosey goosey with yourself? <laughs> Put some tighter <laughs> pants on, dude. <laughs> why are you wearing bell bottoms, man? Come on. This is not the sixties or why, the why 70s. You got, why you got flowers in your hair, girl? Don't be a fucking flower. Can you not find one over there? I'm I'm like struggling to keep this thing going over here. Are you trying to keep it going? I thought you were just talking. Oh, do, are are you ready? Do you have something? Well, I was just gonna say. Okay, okay. If you can't find a specific paragraph that you want to read, just kind of give them the synopsis of what your personality came up with. Your your okay. personality profile. All right. So my personality profile basically says that I am extremely in the moment. I don't think about responsibilities, maturity, um, you know, I I think about exactly what's happening in front of my eyes right now. I find the, I'm positive. You know what? Hold on a second. Let me get to my notes. I'm sorry got? about this. Don't make this boring by having okay. to like stop and go to notes. So basically, um, I'm I'm basically a hippie. You know, in in modern day, I'm free spirited. I I can see that. Yeah, I'm fun loving i i think about the positive in every situation i don't think about what responsibilities i have coming up i don't plan things i'm just i live in the moment i i think about the happy things that are going on in my life i'm like a squirrel (laughs) i'm really like a squirrel i i just look at what's in front of me and i love it and i'm happy about it and i'm just like a hippie so I'm basically the polar opposite 
of you in every aspect. Can I give them an example? Yes. I may have actually talked about this on our last podcast, but I can't remember. So I'll just give them a really quick story. So a couple of weeks ago, we were going to my brother's birthday weekend deal. He rented a big cabin out in the middle of nowhere here in Arkansas. And I came home and I had given a, not really a list, but like kind of a verbal to-do list. Let's get this done. Let's get this done. Let's get this done. And she had the whole day off. Okay. So she had all day to get everything perfectly organized, ready to go. When I came home, all I had to do was take a quick shower, change clothes and we're out the door. Right. So I get home. Nothing's fucking done. Okay. The dishes are fucking stacked. Nothing's packed. I mean, she had a few things in a, in a bag. So I'm like, Katrina, what the fuck, man? What the fuck? <laughs> I'm like losing. I'm going apoplectic. Still didn't get that word right. <laughs> I want to get that word right before this. You keep trying. Keep I, I, trying. I, I want to get that word right before this episode's over. Go ahead and. and, and apoplectic. Apoplectic. That was pretty Apoplectic. Good. But go ahead and just say, where where was I during this when you got home? Where were you? I forget exactly. The bathroom probably? <laughs> no, I was at someone's house getting games for the weekend. Remember? Oh, yeah. So anyways, so I get home and nothing's hardly nothing's done. And I don't want to make it like, a, I don't want to drag this story out, but basically the whole gist of it is, and the reason I bring this up is when you have all day to get ready for, and the road trip was like three hours long. Okay. So it's a bit of a drive and I didn't get off work till later that evening. So I didn't want to get there at fucking midnight. I want to get there at like eight o'clock at the most, have time to hang out and not be super tired. But her whole, why are you rubbing your pussy? That's very distracting. Sorry. <laughs> so her whole outlook on this whole thing, you know, she told me, I'm paraphrasing, we'll get there, we'll get there when we get there. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I'm paraphrasing. I think it's what you said. No, it is we'll, what I said. We'll get there when we get there. What's the big deal? We'll, everyone will be awake. <laughs> we'll hang out. We'll get there when we get there. And I exploded, okay? I fucking exploded. I'm like, of, what? of course we'll fucking get there when we get there. <laughs> Does that, but that doesn't make getting there super late good. Okay, technically you're right. Yeah, we'll get there when we fucking get there. You happy? You're right about that. But that doesn't mean anything. Like That doesn't mean that we'll get there at a good time or we'll get there on a timely fashion. You're just saying a thing. We'll get there when we get there. What the fuck's that even mean? Like, that's not a thing. That just means nothing. That means, that means we'll get in the car. That means if we get in the car at midnight and we get there at three in the morning, you're still fucking right, I guess. We got there when we got there. But that doesn't that doesn't make me any less angry. You understand? So, but go ahead. Say something. Okay. So, basically, I'm just going to break this down. Okay. You are the type of person that you have a goal. You have a th- a goal in a mind. preset and, goal. Things like I do. I plan for things. Right. And when we get there, we're going to have so much fun when we get there. So, for example, the you know, that weekend, whenever we get to the cabin, when we get out on the lake and stuff, we're going to have so much freaking fun. Okay. I was thinking, and the way I am is, I'm going to have fun every second of my life. I'm going to have fun. I don't care where I am. I don't care who I'm with. I don't care what I'm doing. I have fun no matter where I am. You know the pr- you know I'm the- extremely adaptable. You know what the problem is? When I say problem, I mean problem for me. Okay? Because obviously it's not a problem for you. 
you don't deal in time. You, you don't think of things on a like chronological, timely basis. Mm-hmm. You deal in... Experience. You deal in just emotion. You deal in how things make you feel. Like, like you don't... Because the only way to ex- explain that is... Sorry. <coughs> Drinking beer. I had a burp. Ew. It's really embarrassing. I'm really sorry. You should be embarrassed. So... When you're doing things, you're thinking this whole time that we'll get there when we get there <laughs> and everything will be cool. We'll hang out with the family. Man, I'm putting shit together. Relax, Adam. I'm packing this stuff right now as we speak, even though I'm not. So I'm losing it. Sorry. Yep. <laughs> Basically. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. You're welcome. Okay. So. I think the beauty of our relationship, you know, as far as, I mean, we are complete polar opposites and that is an understatement. I mean that it really is an understatement. We've been together for seven. We've been together for 17 years. We've been married for 15 years in October. The, the beautiful thing about our relationship is even though we're complete polar opposites and we annoy the shit out of each other, sometimes we are both stubborn and we, we refuse to just let it fail and to give up. You know, one thing that I think that I could really work on and this literally just came to me. Mm-hmm. I need to accept the fact that my wife is more of a, more of a hippie. My wife is more of a hippie personality She's more, I wouldn't say gypsy, because you don't like moving around. You know, you come, no. you come home every night. That, and that's the thing. Like, I, I'm in the in-between. Yeah. But you're definitely more of a hippie personality. You like, you like emotion. You like love. You like. Positive. I mean, yeah. I mean, you're just, you're more of a ebb and flow, mm-hmm. kind of just take mm-hmm. it as it comes, live life in the moment kind of person. Right, exactly. And my brain just does not register those emotions at all. My brain is, if you had like a piece of graph paper, that's my brain. <laughs> you know, with the lines left and right, like north and west, east and south. Yes. And north I, and west, east I and south. How did I, I, how, how did I, how did I even just say that? I don't know. I can't <laughs> comprehend that. I cannot comprehend that. Yeah. Like my brain is very analytical. I think of things in right angles and you think of things in curves, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. So when I'm planning stuff, I have times in my head. Like when I'm thinking this is when we need to go, if I leave work at this time, I can get there. In f- I, I even, my brain even breaks th- things down into 15-minute increments. Like I'll leave work at 4.45, I'll get there by 5, we'll be out of the house by 5.15. That's how my brain what? works. Exactly. That's how my brain works. When I get home, it's like, it's like some weird 523 and you're like, fuck it. It's like, <laughs> it's like you have no, like, you don't give a shit about how my brain thinks. It's infuriating. But um, I think what we are painfully slowly learning is how to deal with each other and, and just how to, how to give because it's hard for you it's hard for both of us in two different ways. 
it's hard for you to deal with me in the sense that I'm just I'm, I'm an A type A mm-hmm. alpha personality. I'm mm-hmm. very analytical. It's very just go, 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 get shit done. Find your second gear. Let's get it done. Yes. It's hard for me to deal with you because you're passive most of the time mm-hmm. and you you just don't give a shit. But I'm not saying that like in a negative way. I wouldn't say I don't give a shit because no. I do yeah. completely even more than you. You just give, I a, give shit a shit on, you just give a shit when it happens, not. Right. <laughs> you'll care about it when it gets there. <laughs> but so I need to learn somehow some motherfucking way to be not okay. Cause I'm okay with you being a hippie, but I need to be able to handle emotionally that my wife just does not care about deadlines. She doesn't care about punctuality. She doesn't care about, organization i'm getting pissed as i'm saying it man (laughs) (laughs) well let me just say that i do i do care about those things i do like as far okay we're building a house yes when it comes to organization within within our new house i am i i look up and i study how people organize okay like in in every single room, I want to know how people organize their closet. I want to know how people organize their pantry because we've never had a pantry, so I'm super excited about that. Mm-hmm. Organize under the kitchen sink, okay? I want I want organization. I want you know I I want it to be a functioning household. I want there to be. I love all of the things that you love, okay? But it's just more of a, it's, it's, I have to think about it and I have to try and, and. You know what's going on? What? I think we're both maturing because a few years ago, your brain wasn't even trying to work like that. Mm -hmm. And I wasn't trying to compromise. I'm almost 36. Your, we're birthdays are within a week of each other. Mm Mm-hmm. So here in a handful of months, I'll be 36 and you'll be 34 years old. I think just the natural maturity that we are both experiencing is allowing me to finally just slow down a little bit and look at things through your lens. And you are saying, well, organization means a lot to him and you're trying to be more organized. You're trying to be more just functional mm-hmm. like as far as you know mm-hmm. putting a house together right and because it takes and we've talked about this relationships and marriages especially marriages take a shit ton of work it's right. not like you just put two people to get love is i have news for people newlyweds if you're listening to this love is not enough no because it's not and be, my mom told me that and i never believed her until yeah, now you you can love each other but you can love someone who's nothing like you, but if you don't respect the other person or if you relate, okay. Relationships take a lot of work, especially long term relationships, long term marriages, because the longer you're with someone, like, you know how it is. If a brother moves in, a sister moves in, or you see the same person for day after day, Mm -hmm. for even a few weeks, a few months, you start 
nipping at each other. Mm-hmm. The things they start doing. Right, everything. The, the shit they start doing annoys you. And just like, I can't, I can't, you got to get out. I can't live with you anymore. Right. And, and we've had that. I kicked my brother out. It was fucking, it was, it was a fallout. Right. So what I'm trying to say is that put that times a thousand because when you're married, you literally see each other pretty much every single day. Every day. Yeah. And you sleep in the same bed. Usually use the same fucking bathroom. So you're seeing all their little messes, all their little flaws, all their mm-hmm. little, you know how they work you know, internally. And that can bug the shit out of you if you're polar opposites. And we are seriously, can you think of one thing? And and this is a, just, I I know I'm putting you on the spot here, but can you think of one area in which we are the same personality wise? Because I mean, maybe there is something if we dig far enough, but I, right off the top of my head, I can't think of anything. Yeah, I can't think of anything either. So, but what you, we'll wrap this up pretty soon. But what I'm trying to say is, what I think you have to do if you love the person is you have to, you have to compromise. You have to learn to accept their flaws and you have to just, you have to talk, you have to communicate. You can't bottle things up because if you do, you just, you fester and you think about what's annoying you. And I think we've gotten to, I'll let you talk and I'm almost done. We've gotten to the point where, if we go a couple of days and when you're married as long as we have, you have, you don't just have like a bad couple hours. Sometimes you can hate each other for a day or two. Right. But you, you learn to talk it out. You learn to compromise. You learn to not only accept, but actually appreciate the other person's flaws. Cause once you can do that, and I think we're just now getting to where we can appreciate each other's flaws mm-hmm. and really embrace each other's flaws. Cause if you can, if I can, if you can embrace the fact that I'm kind of a control freak, I need things done my way and you can take that on and just accept it. And I can accept the fact that you don't give a shit, not saying you don't give a shit, but that you're more loosey goosey with things, mm-hmm. then man, it, things just, things just work. Yes. And, and that's the thing, like I've, you know, I work with people who have been married two times or have been married once and they're in a, now they're in a long-term relationship, but they're not married. Whenever you're married to someone for as long, for, for a long period of time, what people with newlyweds do not understand is you go through different seasons you know you go through times when you don't really you know I've been we've been through times where I cannot stand you and you we've been through times where you cannot stand me and 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 being able to to work through that and being able to just push it just push through those times it's really beautiful to get to the point where you start accepting. You start loving and appreciating the parts of a per- of your spouse's personality that you used to really not like. Whenever you can start appreciating that, I mean, it's amazing. It's w- wonderful. Yeah. And I heard an analogy the other day. It was actually Jimmy Iovine. I talked a little bit about this in the previous episode when I was going solo about making things a tailwind that previously was a headwind. And I think that applies to a lot of things. If And I actually just now thought of this. 
if you take your spouse's flaws and it's just a fucking headwind and you're just resisting, you're resisting, you're resisting, you love the person, but it's like, man, they just, the shit fucking bugs me. I can't get on board with this. It's hard to put up with this, whatever, whatever. And then all of a sudden you grow up a little bit and you love the person. So you do some inner thinking You intellectually, you're trying to be intellectually honest with yourself and you start thinking, well, how do I fix this? How do I fix this? They are who they are. They're not a 12 year old. They're not still molding They're They are who they are. You love them. You have kids together. How do you fix this? Well, you start thinking, okay, how do I adapt to them? Because when you love someone, you have to understand it's not all about you. It's not all about you. It's not what can they do for me? It's what can I do for them? Mm-hmm. So once you start doing that, you can turn that headwind, what's you're fighting uphill in this headwind to a downhill tailwind. Because once you get to the point where you're like, you know what? I'm going to let go of this thing. I'm going to give them this because I have problems myself and they're still with me. They're dealing with my shit. So I'm going to deal with their stuff and you get over the fact that it makes you angry and you find ways to compromise. All of a sudden, when you mature out of that like phase where everything they do makes you angry, then all of a sudden, just the wind, the sails pick up in your fucking boat and it just pushes you down wind and it just becomes so much, the relationship gets so much easier once you're willing to compromise and once you're willing to grow up, be a person, not only ask yourself, but ask them. I ask you all the time. She doesn't always have an answer for me, but sometimes I'll ask her, I'm like, hey, how c- I want to be a better husband. Mm-hmm. What am I doing specifically that I can work on? Will I succeed every time? Will I always fix that thing? Will I always be perfect? No. But what is that thing that I'm doing that annoys you or that upsets you or that makes me not the best husband I can be? What's that thing so I can work on it? And what do I always say? I can't think of anything. (laughs) (laughs) But then the next day you're pissed at me, so I don't know what's going on. But Exactly. So uh, here's all I'm trying to say. If you're in a relationship right now and... You love the person, but you always find yourself bickering. The next time you're in a situation where they annoy you, don't send that text. Or if if you're not away, if you're away from them, don't send that angry text. Don't, or if you're in person, don't start. Don't bicker back. Just take that second. Stop. Tell them I'm not going to do this right now. Go off and do your own little thing, whatever it is, and think think why is that thing about to make me angry what about whatever they're about to do or whatever they're doing what about all that is upsetting me and figure out as a person maybe it's not them maybe what they're doing is not quite so bad maybe you as a as a man or a woman maybe you need to self-reflect and fix some shit in your own life maybe not even fix some shit and that's and that's where i'm at okay i have told you this numerous times and you always get a little awkward when i tell you this but i'm gonna say it again just because i mean it and just because that's who i am and that that's just who i am i look at you and i look at everything that you 
have done and I look at everything that you are and I look at all this shit that really annoys the fuck out of me about you and I love it and I love it I mean it I really do love it and any and any time when I get defensive and I get sensitive which is all the time because I'm always defensive around you only you for some reason I get defensive around you and that's because I feel like I'm not doing enough with you. I feel like I'm not doing enough for our relationship. And you are always doing all of it. And you're working hard. And you're doing this and that. And I just feel like I'm not enough. And maybe I'm my own worst <sighs> critic. Okay? Maybe I am my own worst critic. Well, that was actually part of your characteristic thing. that I think that you're way too hard on yourself. I think you overanalyze yourself. I never analyze anything. Okay, well, okay. The word analyze may be throwing you off, but you, you're hard on yourself. And you, you, you're very indecisive. So that kind of plays into that. Like, you don't know, if I make this decision, is this going to be a good decision? Is it going to make this person mad? Am I screwing this up? Instead of just being confident and going for it. Oh, yeah. That's completely me. Yeah, I'm so, very indecisive. Yeah, so... <sighs> I'm only not indecisive when it comes to my job. When I'm at my job, I'm the perfect person all the time. <laughs> and Good. I'm extremely flirty, but only when I can be. You get that plausible deniability with exactly, your flirtiness. Exactly, exactly. It's like, hey, so-and-so, grab this. And then it's like, obviously, you're talking about your tits. And then we go in the office like, I was talking about this fucking pencil, yeah. man. Get your minds out of the gutters. <laughs> yes. That's just Katrina. so hey, it. If you're going to laugh, I told you, get it back up an inch or two. Sorry. It's turning my shit red over here. Okay. Anyways, so I think this is a pretty good episode. I think we've kind of well-roundedly. I feel like we, I think, I feel like we did. I feel like there's a lot of insight into our relationship. I think so too. And who we are and how we've dealt with things. So can I do a little last words and we'll get the fuck out of here? Hell Yes. And this is on the fly, by the way. I did not plan for this. <laughs> I'm ready to fuck. But I like last words. Oh, you want to fuck? Yes. Can I put it in your butt? No? Yes. No, you can. You say that while we're on the you air. You can. When I get off the air, you be like, yeah, just put my pussy, please. <laughs> <laughs> just put my pussy, please. I don't even say that. I just put my hand over my ass so you can't <laughs> stick it in there. You be like, nope, 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 nope. <laughs> All right, last word. Don't be a dipshit. I'm <laughs> just kidding. So... We have been together, as Katrina said earlier, for, oh my gosh, please stop rubbing on your pussy. It's really distracting. Oh my God. She's showing me her pussy. God damn it. This is not fair. Just fucking talk. Okay. We have been together for pushing 17 years. We have been married for pushing 15 years. I was so selfish early on in our marriage. Actually, maybe up to a few years ago, I was extremely selfish. If I wanted to go play disc golf or I wanted to go do this, I wanted to go, to go do that. It was, I want to do what I can do and she can deal with the fallout or I'll deal with the fallout later. She can, she can get over it kind of deal. I was very selfish, very immature. I was not looking out for her emotionally. I was just such a hard ass. And I was just not a very good husband. But if you love someone, you have to grow out of that shit. And if you're listening to this and you're with someone and you love them, just here's all I'm going to say because I'm not going to ramble on forever. Take a time out. 
because you get wrapped up in your emotions and you just live off your emotions and you just make decisions based off what they're doing at this moment and you don't really stop and think about what they need. Take two fucking seconds or longer, preferably. Take a few minutes. Take a day at work when you're not with them. It's easier when you're not with them. And ask yourself, what can I do to make their life better? How am I a bad husband? Or how am I a bad wife? How am I a bad girlfriend? How am I a bad boyfriend? Take the what they can do for you out of the equation. Stop thinking about yourself. Don't just put it, make the make the thought process all about the other person. And that's hard to do sometimes. But once you stop worrying about your needs, and once you stop worrying about what you're getting out of it, once you start worry, worrying solely and 100% about what they get out of it, this is this is the magic of it all. It all reciprocates. Because once you make the other person happy, and once you make the other person feel special, and once you give them everything they want and everything they need, usually that shit gets reciprocated, and everything that you wanted just comes back way faster and way better than you ever wanted in the first place. It all works out in the end. Selfless selflessness is the key to a long-lasting and awesome relationship or marriage. Guys, have a wonderful night. We'll see you next time.